Greetings and salutations, my beautiful dreamers. Happy Black History Month. It is I, once again, your wonderful and marvelous spiritual and happy and positive host. I am the Dream Witch, Phoenix the Dream, King Dreamy, all the many names I go by, but I am always and forever CJ Cummings. And today I want to, of course, talk about my vegan fast, but I've learned so many things in this journey that's so amazing. My body is going through all these weird changes, but it is Black History Month, and I want to celebrate all the beautiful, melanated, or Black, you know, we use different terms, or African American, whatever it is, let us honor and celebrate what we have accomplished, not just a month, but every day, 365 motherfucking days of a year. And yes, we need to acknowledge the greatness that we are because we go through so much um, in our lives, whether that's love, whether that's work, whether that's career, all of these different things that are so heavy. Even when it comes to understanding the healthiness or the healing when it comes to our diet. So today I really wanted to talk about, I was on Clubhouse and I was listening to this podcast where they were talking about, you know, celebrities that we didn't know were vegan. And I think that's phenomenal because whatever reason that you're on a vegan journey, mine is always health. But whatever reason that you're on, understanding that Food is food. And we need to get our minds out of, oh, I can't eat this or can't eat that because it's nasty, this is that. It's food. So in learning how to prepare what you're eating in a more healthier way for your body and your temple, it's so broad and so amazing. But I did want to highlight right now um, just some... People I didn't know. I mean, of course, we have Colin Kaepernick, um, who's the first. I got this information off of online, BuzzFeed. Um, I was listening to a podcast, as I said, and they were talking about Coretta Scott King and a few others, um, Jesse Jackson. But I wanted to look up and look up some information and see who all was just to give some relatability, because a lot of times, as it was even said on the podcast, we don't understand how much social justice and fighting for the rights are included in our food and in our our way of life. I mean, a lot of times, even when it comes to the food that's served to children in school lunches in America versus other countries, um, even when it comes to access in different communities, um, it is very important for us to keep that in mind. How many people who have every day led the way or even fought for Um, access to healthier means of food. And so, as I said, Colin Kaepernick is one. He has been a vegan. He is vegan. I don't know how long. Serena Williams, Venus Williams, both sisters. Um, Stevie Wonder, um, Russell Simmons, Don Richard, Erica Badu, of course, Queen Erica Badu, Taraji P. Henson. I think that's a new journey for her. Congratulations to her. Maya, the singer and dancer, Maya, Angela Davis. And I want to stop there and really talk about 
my assumptions or even just, you know, learning things on why in certain political movements or even in certain spiritual journeys, veganism is important. Um, and as I said, fighting for the rights or even standing in solidarity on giving our community, whether you're black, whether you're brown, whether you're male, whether you're woman, just honestly, especially in honor of Black History Month, just realizing the disadvantages that our community has had when it comes to access to nutrient foods, um, even historically where we came from, Africa or whatever part of the world that your ancestry comes from, mostly Africa, all things Africa, but just the oppression and the lack of privilege and resources. And so especially during those times, it was very important for those um, political groups, not political groups, those um, groups like Black Panthers or even other groups that were fighting in solidarity for our community to have better means. Living that example is very important. But even in a sense, just the clarity and the help that it brings to you, all the things that during those times and even today that political activists and, you know, things like that go through, it's important to make sure that you're nourishing your body in a healthier way. Um, all the information, all the resources that you're fighting for, but even within yourself, making sure that you're fully um, capable of walking this path, um, fully capable of standing in those positions I, I greatly know for a fact that eating the right things is how you have that life. Whatever it is that you're striving for, whether you want to be the next Martin Luther King or be the next, you know, Angela Davis or Coretta Scott, whoever you want to be, Angela Bassett, whoever. These are great people um, within our community, celebrities, things like that, social justice and it's important, especially when you want to live a long, thriving life, that you are balancing out things and even just incorporating um, healthy food. And so I just wanted to interject on that because I, I just when I think about those things, it's so phenomenal, phenomenal that in the times where access was prevented or removed or there was a struggle that you had great activists eating healthy doing great things. And I think that's phenomenal to think about in, you know, Black History Month. We also had Robin Crivers. Um, we have, sorry, I'm looking at my list. We have so many people. Um, I don't know what's going on with my computer, but we have so many people like Ava DuVernay. I hopefully I'm pronouncing her name right. Kyrie Irvin. He was a beautiful man. I'm just saying that. We have Kimberly Elise. I love her. She's gorgeous. Waka Flocka. I've actually listened to some of his conversations on why he went vegan and things like that and being healthy and just, you know, what's been going on with family and stuff. And so I commend this young king for even just going vegan. Cory Booker. Y'all, I'm going to just say this, but I just find Cory Booker, even the way that he speaks so powerful and just I, I just do but even just the things that he's doing um politically um i don't know exactly but i've heard even just the conversations around 
legislation and things to just um, make sure that we're moving forward with healthy eating for all communities, especially um, underprivileged communities and things of that nature. So commend to Cory Booker and his vegan journey. I think that's incredible. Carl Lewis, um, Ron Finley, Javal McGee, Tracy McWhorter. We have John Saley, um, Seba Johnson, RZA, I love RZA Wu-Tang. We have Persia White. We have Leona Lewis. We have Vanessa A. Williams. She is so beautiful and so talented. I love her. Styles P, YG. And I think that's big for those of us as millennials and under to even just see this solidarity within our um, entertainment community, especially with the artists that have such an influence on people, even for the younger generations, I think it's so wonderful to know that they are really practicing in some ways versus others, because you know, they're always improvements and there's nothing against them, but just seeing that they are promoting healthy eating for the communities that they come from and just for people that follow them, I think that's great as well too. Um, we also have Lizzo, which I love Lizzo. Shout out to the beautiful, phenomenous, plus size women in community because one thing that I want to say that people, even myself, really every day I'm appreciating is everybody doesn't look the same and just because you go vegan and eat healthy does not necessarily be that you're going to look like The Rock or you're going to look like Angela Bassett. Your body, your structure, and your life is yours. You know, um, I feel like beautiful, big, and voluptuous women are amazing and gorgeous. And, you know, you can live a long, full, healthy life at a certain weight and a certain lifestyle. And so she's so beautiful. She's so gorgeous. And I think that is awesome to know that, hey, yeah, I'm plus size or whatever, but I eat vegan food. There can be plus size people that eat vegan food and they can be healthy and live in a fabulous life. And so shout out to her. Um, I'm learning more and more each day. And so for me, this is just awesome because even though I'm not plus size, you know, dealing with my body and how my body looks and what it's going through. Because right now, I don't uh, all these healthy foods and I'm going to just be real. I have to constantly go to the bathroom. I feel like it's purging the bowels of Tartarus. But just knowing that I, my journey is my journey and I don't have to live up to any certain standards of um, body, whatever it's called, but just that I have different forms of representation of vegan, vegetarian, or whatever, healthy eating and healthy options in food, because I do love food, you know? And so just knowing I watch a lot of her stuff, I'm on a social media fast right now, but when I watch her videos on TikTok and other things, seeing her prepare foods and cook stuff, not that she's necessarily a chef, but just try things, I think it's amazing. And just the diverse um, resources, I don't even know if that's the word I'm looking for, but diverse, you know, options when it comes to, like, vegan items. I went to the store, I went to hy and, you know, I don't really shop with hy like that. I now have a car. So just really checking out the options for the things that I eat and the, the things that I want to engage in. And so I went with my sister 
she was like, yeah, they have a whole vegan session section. And I was like, oh my God, you know, I love cheese, but I am so proud of myself because I have not, I have reduced the amount of dairy that I have been consuming um, over the years. And to be able to like move away from the things that I was like, oh, I can't be without that because I love that to not doing it at all. And so just trying, I do feel like you got to really be good at making vegan cheese for it to be good. But the vegan shredded cheese that I have been trying, oh, excuse me, the vegan cheese that I have been trying on my salads is marvelous indeed. And so just being able to, you know, find other things that are tasty. You know, I was talking to my sister earlier. Um, I went to this month of February, February 9th will be one month raw. So I will be incorporating cooked foods back in, but I still will be vegan. No meat, no dairy, no bread. And I do want a confession. I was sitting here the other day, like what's wrong with my stomach? And what I realized was I was eating trail mix and unconsciously didn't realize trail mix is fucking bread. And so I was like, oh my God. So I messed up, you know, I didn't really think about it. I wanted something to snack on, you know, money was low or whatever. And even in that, just moving forward, just really realizing what's something quick to eat to put on my stomach that, you know, goes by my diet or my fasting. And so just options, you know, this fast is really to learn and grow and understand how to better support yourself, mind, body, and soul. So as I tell my friend, Magically Made, Shawnee, and even when we're doing our accountability that there's no, there's no judgment, it's just what do you need to stick by what it is that you're asking for of your inner self and your outer self. And so for me, I was like, oh my God, I'm sitting here eating these trail mix and they were good. They were Cajun. You know, like guacamole, whatever. But I'm like, that's bread. That's a form of bread. And so what I need to do is start doing research on trail mix. And most of the trail mix I eat, just side note, are just nuts and fruit. But I want to start getting into stuff that is vegan. Vegan snacks is what I want to learn. So anybody that's listening to this, if you have any suggestions on vegan or strictly vegetarian snacks, please email me at thephoenixrises at yahoo.com or reach out to me at cjthephoenixcon on Instagram once I get back on or even at Facebook. Um phoenix rises i would greatly appreciate that as i said i'm still learning and growing and so this has been a phenomenal experience for me so i do want to continue on um just acknowledging just more um vegans as i the last person i'm really going to talk about is coretta scott king which i found out when i was listening to the podcast and i think that's commendable. Um, I know in certain generations, certain roles, especially on women, to prepare certain type of meals for their husbands, it can be a really challenging thing. I don't know if that was in her earlier life or later life, but the woman looked beautiful and that's probably why. You know, for those that want to look and feel good for the rest of your life, you might want to think about greatly trying vegetarian or vegan or even just intermittent fasting. And I do want to say this to people who are like, well, I, I, my grandparents or whatever, and they live and they, 
The way that they prepare food or what they put in the food over the generations changes greatly. And we need to be more aware and conscious of that. Like what they put in foods for our great, great grandparents and stuff like that is not necessarily what they put in now. Because of surplus, because of the economic change, because of things like that, we keep that in mind, preservation stuff. But there's just a lot more chemicals added to stuff and there's a lot of things that we may think that are, is not in there even when we're trying vegetarian or vegan stuff so just being conscious of what you put in your body um but i'm just so excited to learn these things and learn especially in black history month all of the black vegans that there are because we need to know who our community is whether you're a black woman, a black queen, knowing the community and your tribe of women that are going to support you, whether you're a black man, a black king, and being able to find brotherhood and standing with that, whether you're LGBT and needing to find supportive and encouraging communities, whether they're allies or not, that are going to support you as the beautiful two-spirit being that you are. I think that it is important as well to have good supportive communities that are going to really challenge you and support you in eating healthier because one thing that we need to really talk about is how we are forced to eat the same things that were fed to us as slaves excuse me and yes i'm gonna go there um and i mean chillings and all of that are good but we are in a different time frame now and even thinking about to the times before slavery, what were we actually eating? What were our ancestors eating? And I think that's important because the chemicals, the energies, all of that from the animals that you're eating are flowing into you. And I, I, I it's just important to realize that. And so a lot of times it's like, oh, you eating that vegan stuff or whatever like that. And it's like, what I choose to eat is what I choose to eat. And what you choose to eat is what you choose to eat. And, and that's here. Fellowship is fellowship when we're eating. But the bullying or the negative energy behind people switching to a healthier life, it's like, yes, unless you're making money off of eating meat or eating all these unhealthy stuff, then whatever. But even then, it's like, are there other ways to make money without forcing unhealthy things? And that's a whole other conversation. But... If you are feeling uncomfortable with transitioning or starting a journey just because of the influence um, or just because of the traditional weight that food has with your family, it's time to really, you know, take your time. But it's important to find a community of people, um, friends and things where you can, you know, go around them and not have to be forced or be pressured to continue to eat things that you don't want to eat anymore. Food is addictive, sometimes far more addictive than drugs. And a lot of people need to realize that, that yeah, the sugars, the different things like that, that you're consuming can be life altering for people to let go. But, you know, we're on a journey. It's a new year. We're in February, the month of love. I'm ready for love. I'm ready for black love. I'm ready for powerful, unconditional, true love. I'm ready to continue my healthy journey of who and what I'm going to be as a melanated two-spirit being. You know, I have so much going on within this fast besides the body issues or whatever. Um, I 
you guys did my first vision board. And oh my God, I'm gonna try to record it on YouTube. I'm, I'm gonna try to record a video. Um, maybe tomorrow or something or before the month is over. But it is so wonderful. Um, I've been in such a creative mindset and energy, especially during this fast, where I have just really been getting things together what I want to be, what I want this year to be, things like that. And so I decided to do a vision board and I'm going to do another one before the weekend is over with. But this one specifically um, is my 2023-2024 goals. And so just to go over, the pictures are beautiful and I'm going to post this on social media once I get back on. But I'm trying to record it for YouTube, as I said. But even from the top, well, on the outer edge, and everybody's been like, oh my God, they're so beautiful. And I keep forgetting how talented I can be creative-wise just because I've been so consumed with other things. But side note, that's what fasting does. That's what eating healthier does. You know, it helps flow that energy a lot better and evenly. But as I was saying, on the outer edge, I have butterflies which symbolize transformation and new beginnings. I have plants on the outside that symbolize grounding and growth and gain. I have at the top, you know, pictures uh, that state dream big, set goals, take action, business development, spend each day trying to be a little wiser than you were when you woke up. A life of luxury sounds nice, but generational wealth sounds better. Money, a person that's writing, a woman that's writing, all these things really symbolize all my business aspirations and abundance and manifestation and my dreams to create other streams of income because we all need that, especially in these times. I go on to have a picture of our black ancestry. You are the dream, discover the dreamers. I have a picture of a face that just have different words, but the, the one that stood out that I colored were black king woke. It also says proud focus, fearless, hardworking, strong. One that says, remember who you are. Another one that says our history didn't start with slavery. Love the skin that I'm in. Black is beautiful. I'm black history. Loving, intellectual, melanin, popping, black, and proud black love. I have these things just to give me a, a, a reminder every day when I see it of where, who I am, where I come from, all of that. I have sigils that symbolize power, um, protection, purpose, healing. I have the unk, which I'm going to get that tattoo on me before the month is over. I have the triple moon sign. I'm going to get that tattoo. Um, congrats on a new job because I'm applying. I want to manifest new money, new growth, new opportunities, business and career wise. I have dancing, theater. Not only this is a reminder of who I am and who we are as black people, but the things that I'm interested in that I've never got to do because healing, life, things from childhood. I have Prince. I love Prince. I love Prince. I have, um, God, I can't remember her name, but I have Prince. I have androgynous men and women to remind me of the two-spirited being that I am, beautiful and flowing in both divine feminine and masculine energy. I have dream, a picture of a dream god, crystals, um, hoodoo, witchcraft, food, African healing, and spirituality because these things are important to me 
vegan and taking care of my life and making sure that I'm healing. And then I moved into crown chakra, which means spirituality, third eye, awareness, throat chakra, communication, heart chakra, love healing, solar plexus, wisdom power, wisdom and power, sacral chakra, sexuality, and root chakra, basic trust. We should all be flowing and moving in between these chakras, but I want to move to a crown chakra, and that's heightened spirituality. I also have some things on here for love. You know, my cats, especially rest in peace, Black Panther, I love my kitty so much. He sits on my altar, but my kitties mean a lot to me. You know, I spend a lot of time to myself focused and stuff, and so they are a piece of my heart. I, I, I jokingly said Hogwarts, um, Horcruxes, but I love my cats. They sit with me when I do my spirituality. They're here when I cry. They're here when I'm happy. They're a part of me. And, you know, even some quotes that I put on here, don't find love, let love find you. That's why it's called falling in love because you don't force yourself to fall, you just fall. And I really am in a space right now in my life where I am truly and wholeheartedly ready for love. I'm in a beautiful space and I want to be able to give myself openly and freely to whoever is meant to flow in my life, you know, and vibrate on the same level. And so... I have some self-love mantras, um, a quote about it takes courage to grow up and become who you really are. The one that I love on here that I found um, because I'm spiritual, it says spirituality does not come from religion. It comes from our soul. We must stop confusing religion and spirituality. Religion is a set of rules, regulations, and rituals created by humans, which were supposed to help people spiritually. Due to human imperfection, religion has become corrupt, political, divisive, and a tool for power struggle. Spirituality is not theology or ideology. It is simply a way of life, pure and original as given by the Most High. Spirituality is a network thinking, linking us to the Most High, the universe, and each other. And that's by Haley Selassie. That, I found that and was like, oh my goddess. Because, especially for us as people of color, you know, black people, excuse me, we are connected to our spirituality, our religion, but understanding how that has been used against us um, historically, it is time to return to how things should be flowing and not forced. And so I ended with my trips. I want to go to South America this year. And I want to go to Florida Universal Studios. So this year, this month of Black Excellence, which is year-round, it's more than that. This year and this month of honoring where we have come from and where we're at and where we're going, everybody is listening. I challenge you to stand in your greatness as a Black being. I challenge you to love yourself and your family because we go through a lot. We are forced to be so strong and so mighty, which we are, and we don't get that opportunity to, to, to be loved as, as we should. And so I am challenging myself more to do the things that I want to do because you know, I'm a Capricorn, so I'm always work, 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 work. But just enjoying the moment, smelling the flowers, doing fun things, creative things, nice things, um, 
I want to go on a date before February is over with. I'm challenging myself to get out there and put myself in the dating field and just laugh and have fun with my friends and my family. I'm getting my place together. This has truly been a blessing for me because for those that don't know, I was struggling so much with my place and with the conditions and to finally have a place where I can decorate, where I can put together. I've got some decorating skills. And so I just really have been focusing on just enjoying my life and celebrating myself. And so I thank you all for sharing this space and this time with me. I wanted to just talk a little bit about my vegan journey again, but incorporate vegan leaders and just the things that I have been doing as always. I will continue to bring you all along my vegan journey, but this month I will have guests returning. And so my next podcast will feature my mentor, a strong, black, wonderful man that has helped me become the great man that I am. I love doing podcasts with him. He's been on here before. Eric C. Thompson is a wonderful, loving husband, father, brother, all of that. And so we are going to be revisiting manhood and masculinity because it's a lot going on with us as men and we need to get it together. But how do we do that? How do we support each other? And how do we love each other as as men and get out of this, you know, feeling like we're so emasculated, but learning to love each other more and celebrate each other, but also challenge each other to be better men and stop treating women and people bad. But I'll say that for the next podcast. As I always say, I love you all. Love yourself. Be great. Reclaim your power. And until next time, au revoir, ciao bella, adios, assalamualaikum, and peace and beautiful blessings. Later, my dreamers. Enjoy your day.